0: Welcome to the perspective. I'm Loretta, and I'm Alexis.
1: And today's topic is something that everyone—well, I wouldn't say everyone—it's the most cliché topic that we will be talking about. But it's the one that I feel like we could talk about the most. Actually, you don't know this yet, but I, both I, I got us both one-way tickets to Romanceville. <gasps> Really? Yes, man. we We're going to talk all about relationships. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Most girly thing to talk about. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I mean... Oh it's
0: well. needed. It is. <laughs> it is.
1: It is. It, and it has much value to it. Yes, definitely. A lot. I know. Jumping right in. We're going to first, like always, talk about the secular worldly side of relationships Mm. we know the basic we know the dating culture it's mostly people sleeping around with one another with no strings attached Mm -hmm. and that's basically it or just
0: one-sided yeah doesn't Mm. really have an end goal Nope. other than
1: yeah yeah you know what we're But I would say the dynamic is mostly, you know, people go into a relationship or just into meeting one another in the more physical aspect rather than into the feelings aspect. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, feelings, who are they? <laughs> Not here. And then later on, you know, later down the road, that's when people actually go, oh. Yeah, so I don't have anything in common with you, other than the fact that we both wanted to get physical with each other, <gasps> and so that. Are you, you sh- breaking up with me? <laughs> I am, Loretta. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but we have to go our separate ways.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know that's why divorce rates are so high. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. There's there's also this. This saying of doing your your test drive, that oh. doesn't get you anywhere. No, it doesn't. And th- that's not the way marriage or relationships were designed.
0: Definitely not. Definitely not. So it definitely shows that. I know you said it's more physical, mm-hmm. but there is a feeling that does go along with that, and mm-hmm. that's infatuation. Mm and a lot of times we tend to give in to that mm-hmm. very quickly. Yeah. And it kind of goes with the other side of culture that we have today where everything is just immediate at our fingertips mm. when we want it, immediate satisfaction that is not lasting or yeah. permanent. Yep. And it's, we're not choosing to continue it or commit to it, even when sometimes our feelings Aren't there, or the things that we saw immediately aren't there.
1: Mm Yeah, absolutely. And it's like since you have that immediate satisfaction, there's nothing. There's nothing else beyond that point. You've already made it to that point. Whereas, let's say in a godly relationship, you know, you go on a couple dates and Mm -hmm. there's talking stage. See if you guys are compatible. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if, if everything goes well, you get into a relationship that lasts, you know, however long. However long, yeah. Um, You get engaged, you get married, and then the physical aspect comes into it because that's what it was designed for. Mm-hmm.
0: I will say, though, especially with young adult Christians, yeah. even though we say that this is what we're going to do, we tend to just try to jump the gun. Right and it ends up hurting us more mm. so it's like we're almost turning back to the worldly culture at the same time
1: you mean like getting married too early yeah jumping the gun Mhm. because our that feeling of yeah. infatuation is so strong Mhm. yeah i agree here's my two cents on it right I don't think a couple of months is necessarily enough time to get to know somebody. Yeah, facts. Like, I I read somewhere or heard somewhere that it takes at least four years to know somebody.
0: And on top of that, like, because a lot of this is seen more with, like, young adults, Christians. Mm-hmm. We need to remember, we're not fully developed yeah. in our brain. <laughs> Until like 25 ish for most people. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. Don't get me wrong. Some people take a little longer to develop. Some people
1: develop a little (laughs) quicker. Nobody saw that, but uh, no. We're just going to keep going. (laughs) We're just going to keep going. But
0: it's still average like about 24, 25. Yeah. Even if you're trying to take it from a godly stance be aware of that
1: yeah and I mean in the same aspect you know if you go within the first couple months of a relationship you haven't gone through all of the hard things you haven't necessarily gone through a fight unless if that's all you do which should cool. not be the case leave <laughs> that's yeah, not it
0: if that's from the get-go <laughs> stop it
1: yeah that's not it like you haven't gone through those hard transitions together or other things in life that are difficult you don't know how they react those types of things i think that also plays into it as well
0: yeah definitely
1: because what if they're the biggest narcissist ever and you don't figure that out until you're married and it's like oh
0: yeah
1: i signed it signed the license
0: along with making sure if we if we are trying to take the godly approach compared to the worldly ap- approach which actually sometimes i have met people in the world who do try to take it slow right um and try to take it step by step which is very wise very godly amen um we do have to remember that like you were saying with the amount of years mm-hmm. we do need like those different boundaries for the different stages of the relationship yeah. there's a reason those are there like, it's better to know someone for a little bit before you even consider dating. Yeah. Usually. It's very rare for it to turn out pretty well.
1: And I mean, at the same time, what I am not saying is, oh, you should just be in the dating stage for 10 years. No. That's excessive. Th- yeah. No. I'm sorry. I will not be waiting 10 years to get married.
0: This isn't that... um.
1: If I'm in a relationship. I'm so sorry I had to preface this.
0: But yeah, the ten years, uh uh-uh. uh. If mm-hmm. you're dating for ten years, that's almost asking to be in the same situation as Jacob. But not really because it's not like you're working for Yeah to get your spouse. But it's still a long time. It is a long time. <laughs> I mean, at least it shows you have And Jacob's in okay. In Jacob's circumstance, it shows that he has commitment, where in today's world, if you're dating for 10 years and don't tie the knot, it makes me think that there is some sort of commitment issue. Yeah. But oh, we're yeah. supposed to be committed in relationships like this.
1: I also think that half the time, I think oftentimes that when people are... Worldly people, or from that worldview, that you know they've already moved in with each other. They, mm-hmm. you know, they already live together. One thing, you know, such as signing a marriage license, which that's all they see it as. Um,
0: but then you, you get know, into the laws, law, like the lawful side of it. Did they do do a prenup? Did they do a right. post-nup
1: type thing? Right. Yeah, but I think sometimes they just don't see marriage as the value as it is, mm-hmm. which is highly unfortunate
0: because they see all the ins and outs. Yeah,
1: they don't prioritize it, and they're like, "Ah, oh, I'm comfortable where I'm at. Who mm-hmm. needs a big wedding, or who needs a wedding at all when we're already living with each other?" Yeah, and you know we're we're already doing what we could be doing. Let's say after marriage. Mm-hmm so that's not it
0: yeah that's not how god intended it to be correct (coughs) there's a reason why in the bible he describes this process of sons and daughters leaving their families Mm -hmm. um, the son building the home them coming together when it was planned for their wedding and everything and just the full commitment we can even see, like, it described in just how he views us as the bride, yeah. the body of Christ. We're the bride. He's coming for us. It's a full commitment. He's preparing everything for us, waiting for the day that we can finally be with him to celebrate and be together forever yeah. for eternity. Mm. That's basically what marriage is about. I mean, you can get into Genesis where you know before god told us um what we're supposed to do in a marriage be fruitful multiply mm-hmm. but there's more to it than just that right there's this whole story that goes into it and this is where making sure we're wise about our rela- relationships comes into play because yes we're human but we're not going to totally dis- so we're not going to totally display the bride and the groom as the church and jesus but it's supposed to be imagery for it.
1: Right. I want to read a, a Bible verse because as we should. Yes. Um <laughs> I'm going to read John 8:12. It says again Jesus spoke to them saying, "I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life." So if you do relationships God's way and follow his principles on what a relationship is and mm-hmm. what it's intended for. You don't have to walk in the darkness mm-hmm. because Jesus is the light. Yeah. You know, you know you should have life in your relationships as well. And you can't have life without light. Mm-hmm. So if you continue to put your relationship in the darkness, it's not going to flourish the way it needs to be. Mm-hmm you know
0: that's true that's very true yeah that definitely brings it full circle with the imagery of it all
1: it's like a little flower <laughs> if you hide it in a closet <laughs> it's not going to grow but <laughs> but if you put it in the sunshine where Jesus can nourish it with the rays and the water and the soil of the earth can sprout into a beautiful flower. The way it was intended to be. And that is marriage. Exactly. Or relationships. <laughs>
0: or just life with Jesus in general, honestly. <laughs> but but in this context right? marriage <laughs> and relationships.
1: You right. You right. Ooh. Pop <laughs> In the overall grand scheme of things, I know a majority of us have probably made a list of all the things that you want in a man. I think, you know, we all have a list of what we want in a man, whether that's, you know, mental or physical, like a mental list or an actual pen and paper list. Kind of
0: all the above.
1: Yeah. When did you get rid of that, John? I need to get rid of it because what? you know
0: what do you mean i have to burn it i have to burn that piece of paper
1: you could or you could just throw it in the garbage i mean whatever floats your boat <laughs> just do everything <laughs> legally please <laughs> <laughs> um, but by doing that we're setting expectations for what we want our future to be and mm-hmm. well I hate to break it to you, but that might not be who God has for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're too busy looking for this man that has buff arms, blue <laughs> eyes, and an amazing smile. <laughs> and God might have someone doesn't have sp- crooked teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but God isn't balding. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only slightly kidding on that. Oh, no. um, but Like, that might not be who God has for you, and you're too busy looking for this, this specific guy or gal, mm-hmm. and uh, your, your focus is not on the right thing. And, you know, we have a set of predetermined, self-fab- self-fabricated ideas of a specific person, a situation, or an outcome. Um, but God was no, nowhere near a part of what was based off of those feelings. Mm-hmm. So your list will never look like God's list for you. Mm-hmm. Your list factors in what you want, but God's list factors in what you need. And your list is less than God's best for you. Mm-hmm. In Psalm 37, 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart our desires aside, like apart from God, they're not godly, mm-hmm. you know, so God's not going to give you the desires of your heart if you are not desiring God, mm-hmm. so
0: our desires change because we're delighted in him, mm-hmm. and looking more at him, and for what he has, and what he has planned,
1: Exactly and the more we look at that list or that person that we think is going to be ours the further away from what god has for you you're going to be mm-hmm. and not necessarily the longer it's going to take but like i say you need to rip up that list which means give it to god and you t- you have to start delighting in him Mm -hmm. first you need to focus on that relationship first before he's going to change your heart and then you know it just tumbleweeds back to you
0: (laughs) (laughs) it won't be a tumbleweed by then (laughs) yeah if god's the one in charge of it
1: It'll be the tumbleweeds tumble are going to be gone. It'll be like those little marshmallow things you see in the fields. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> the, the hay bales yeah. that they wrap. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: It'll be a pretty looking one like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just falling back towards you. Oh, marshmallow. F- filled with God's promises. <laughs> marshmallow. <laughs> Lucky charms. but
0: charms. <laughs> yeah. I I definitely agree that we do actually need to rip up and throw out our lists. But there was one time that I can actually remember that a friend of mine made a list and she based it on what the Bible says uh, and characteristics that we should look for and not just look for in our future spouse, Mm -hmm. but also work on them in ourselves as well. Right. Um. And if you have like lists or portions like that definitely hold them close and make sure that you're also becoming that person with those godly characteristics yeah. not just for your spouse but just for life in general yeah. and other types of relationships and just even in your relationship with god you should have those characteristics and ask him for help Yeah, it kind of goes along with the making sure our desires are his because when we delight in him like we were saying those characteristics and those desires for having that person and being that person will be given to us and it will be in that growth yeah. that we'll experience
1: that i think what i was trying to say before is it's like the, the physical aspect of that list not like mm-hmm. paper but like the physical features of somebody you know godly character mm-hmm. that is something you should look for. Yeah. And it's very important. Searching for godly characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um and really basing I would say that list um off of the Bible and you know really trying to honor God with you know, not not settling. Mm-hmm. Just don't settle. It's not worth <laughs> it. If they're showing red flags left and right, do not make excuses for them and say, yeah. oh, but it's okay because so-and-so. Like, no. You also can't change a person.
0: It's Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit, not you.
1: Yeah. And I you know sh- the
0: Holy Spirit can use you and you can speak things, mm-hmm. but it's their decision to listen to the Holy Spirit's promptings, not your decision to make the change for them. Amen. Don't settle. Don't settle.
1: Let me encourage you. The the first relationship you should be getting in is your relationship with Jesus because he's the only one that can give you that kind of love that you need. Yes. Not not a boy.
0: Yeah. No. Or a girl. Or a girl. Yeah. Definitely. And this this can definitely go into showing that your relationship isn't what secures you yeah especially like it's definitely shows when you decide to settle because of any type of insecurities or um and not just within other people but yourself but your relationship isn't what secures you it is jesus amen that's what the foundation you build on jesus because he is not he doesn't change he's always the same and he has plans for us that's what you should build your security on and from that is where your relationship will be built not off yeah. of your own insecurities or other
1: people's insecurities absolutely <laughs> sounds like you'll be you'll be pulling from them what is isn't meant to be pulled yeah what you should already have security in yeah like your identity mm-hmm. or like just other things where your help comes from and yeah. um where your value comes from yeah cool. you know that's that's in Jesus that's not in another person
0: yeah and if you're settling you're allowing that other person to do that to you and find their security in you when it's not in you
1: yeah so don't settle and find your relationship in jesus and make it strong amen you know your greatest love is christ himself yeah you know he is the only one that will ever know everything about you mm-hmm. Um and he he continues to choose you every single day yeah no matter what happens what you do you are still his child and he's still chooses you yeah and chooses to forgive you you know and i just want you guys to make sure that your intentions are biblical you know you're not dating for fun <laughs> we're not we're That's not doing that listen
0: friends are friends and other types and friends are fun because yeah. then you can go and do things and by do things i mean like go on adventures yeah. <laughs> and, and yes. play games relationships although with your significant other, you can still go on adventures and stuff, but there's more to it than just the fun side of it. Yeah. I mean, it is supposed to be
1: fun. But, but that your intentions are because you don't want to be lonely anymore, mm-hmm. or that you're a gold digger. Oh. I mean, did you just stop that right now. No. Please stop. You find security in Jesus, and also by. Your security is not in possessions.
0: Your security is not in money. Your security is not in material things or people. It's in Jesus.
1: Thank you, Loretta. You're welcome. The word of God is the blueprint of your relationships. The Bible is going to tell you. He's going to tell you the the principles mm-hmm. of everything you need to know with You know going through life with your spouse Mm -hmm. or you know your intended spouse or your significant other you know in we should not be straying away from that because these this blueprint was designed for a reason exactly and it's to create that structure to have a successful sturdy relationship so if we we think, ah, nah, we're not going to go with the blueprints. Well, your your house just fell down. The walls yep. collapsed. Roof, done. <laughs> K- you crushed inside. <laughs> Sadly. And that's all because, you know, you tried to do it your own way, stray away from the blueprints.
0: But in that, remember that God has grace. Yeah. And because of his love that we were talking about already, he is ready to pull you out of that yeah pull you out from the mess and show you what is really supposed to be done what's really supposed to be made Yeah. and also before we finish i want to put this in if you're someone who has gone through your share of relationships mm-hmm. and has made choices that you may regret now or you didn't know how to go about them differently in the past there's still a grace and love for you and god wants to show you how he can redeem you and Mm -hmm. really show you where you're gonna go because even though this is a hard topic that can be hard to find redemption from there is still redemption no matter what you came out of there's still redemption No matter if it was a choice that you made or a choice that someone else made, there's still redemption. And you can be purified in that because it's Jesus who purifies you. It's nothing that you can do on your own. So remember that. Remember that you can start again today and let the Holy Spirit change you and move through you. And I
1: would also like to preface that I am a walking testimony of all of that. Mm -hmm. So it is worth it you know, seeking God and asking for forgiveness and guidance and, yeah. you know, starting over. I know I said that I, I got us a one-way ticket, but um, I also got us a one-way ticket back. <laughs> <laughs> I know that might not be how one-way tickets work, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean round trip? <laughs> <laughs> or... Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, if you guys are continuing to love this podcast or like it, um, we just encourage you guys to, to share it with family, friends, coworkers, your dog, your I, cat. You know, your cat. <laughs> I was Hamster. actually thinking
0: about you like, saying your dog or cat when you said it. Your wow, dog. great mind think alike.
1: <laughs> or your fish, you know, yeah. sometimes they get bored in those fish bowls. They really do. They're you just know. the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And they need entertainment too. So we just encourage you to share it with others. And thank you for listening and tuning in again. Have a B- good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.